and welcome to Leave of Faith Podcast. I'm Lorraine and I'm your host today uh, reading. Actually, today I'm going to read two chapters because I apparently fell behind. So uh, we're going to do uh, chapters five and six today, which I actually finish up Ephesians. Um, so that's episode 35.3 and 35.4. So I apologize for getting behind. It's a, another crazy week with... Um, finals for the kids for Gabriel and anyway it's just uh, a little uh, chaotic and then my trip to San Antonio got canceled so it's all good but uh, so anyway uh, so we are going to read uh, chapters five and six today Uh, there's a lot and a lot of good stuff in here Uh, a lot of things that you probably if you've already read through the Bible before uh, things that you'll recognize, uh, and some stuff I think might even be like quotes you see, like in the stores and in you know on frames or whatever. So, <clears throat> so uh, I will go ahead and open up in prayer, like I do every day, uh, and just uh, invite God to be a part of this. <clears throat> Holy and mighty God, we come to your throne. So grateful and gracious and humbled by your mighty power. We're so thankful for all that you do for us and all that you provide and the fact that you know what we need before we even ask for it. So thank you for for just being our Heavenly Father and taking care of us. Thank you for the gift of your Son, Jesus, and I pray uh, his blessings over all of us. I thank you for his sacrifice on the cross and for the blood that he shed. I thank you for all those uh, people out there who are listening, all the folks that have committed to this uh, journey to read through the Bible, and I pray blessings over them and their families, and uh, Lord, just watch over them and keep bringing more. Uh, the more, the more the merrier. And Lord, we invite you into this Bible study. We We ask you to uh, anoint it and reveal to us what it is that you want us to learn from your word today. We're so thankful that we have a manual that teaches us how to live this life and uh, guide us and direct us. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so we are in chapter 5. This is episode 35.3. And then we'll go into, we'll, we'll read it, talk about it, then we'll go into six and uh, and, and wrap it up. Okay. Living in the light. <clears throat> Imitate God, therefore, in everything you do, because you are his dear children. Live a life filled with love, following the examples of Christ. He loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us, a pleasing aroma to God. Let there be no sexual immorality, impurity, or greed among you. Such sins have no place among God's people. Obscene stories, foolish talk, and coarse jokes, these are not for you. Instead, let there be thankfulness to God. You can be sure that no immoral, impure, or greedy person will inherit the kingdom of Christ and of God. For a greedy person is an idolater, worshiping the things of this world. Don't be fooled by those who try to excuse these sins. For the anger of God will fall on all who disobey him. Don't participate in the things these people do. For once you were full of darkness, but now you have light from the Lord. 
So live as people of light, for this light within you produces only what is good and right and true. Carefully determine what pleases the Lord. Take no part in the worthless deeds of evil and darkness. Instead, expose them. It is shameful even to talk about the things that ungodly people do in secret, but their evil intentions will be exposed when the light shines on them, for the light makes everything visible. This is why it is said, Awake, O sleeper, rise up from the dead, and Christ will give you light. Living by the Spirit's power. So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. Don't be drunk with wine, because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves, and making music to the Lord in your hearts. And give thanks for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Spirit-guided relationships, wives and husbands, and further submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. For wives, this means submit to your husbands as to the Lord. For a husband is the head of, the, of his wife, as Christ is the head of the church. He is the savior of his body, the church. As the church submits to Christ, so you wives should submit to your husbands in everything. For husbands, this means love your wives just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of God's word. He did this to present her to himself as glorious as a glorious church without a spot or wrinkle or any other blemish. Instead, she will be holy and without fault. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies. For a man who loves his wife actually shows love for himself. No one hates his own body, but feeds and cares for it, just as Christ cares for the church, and we are members of his body. As the scriptures say, a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife, and the two are united into one. This is a great mystery, but it is an illustration of the way Christ and the church are one. So again I say, each man must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. <clears throat> All right. So going back, let's see. I did highlight um, the first uh, two verses, uh, basically saying, you know, Im imitate God. You know, if you imitate God and his love, then you're basically uh, living a good life and everything you do because you are his dear children live a life filled with love following the example of Christ he loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us teaching aroma uh, for a pleasing aroma to God it is a pleasing aroma to God instead let there be thankfulness to God don't partake in you know bad stories and foolish talk and coarse jokes you know a lot of people do that around you know, they talk about us around the water cooler and, you know, bad, you know, talking, just talking trash. You shouldn't talk trash. It's not good. Shouldn't uh, gossip either. You can be sure that no immoral, impure, or greedy person will inherit the kingdom of Christ and of God. That is true. For a greedy person is an idolater worshiping the things of this world. Yeah, you want the stuff of this world, you know, and the stuff of this world isn't going to last. You know, it, it will fade away. Um, 
And don't be fooled by those who try to excuse these sins, for the anger of God will fall on all who disobey him. That is true. Uh, so live as people of light, for this light within you produces only what is good and right and true. True. And then 10, uh, carefully determine what pleases the Lord. Uh, I, I try to tell my kids this all the time. You know, you got to pray about it. Pray about it, pray about it, pray about it, and try to figure out what it is that God's wanting you to do. Because everybody has a purpose and everybody has something to do in this world. So don't just, you know, go willy-nilly. You know, figure it out. Figure out what God wants you to do. <clears throat> um, for, uh, then I would jump down to 14. For the light makes everything visible. Yeah. When light's there, it shows everything. And ladies, we all know that when we put on a mirror and look at ourselves with that light and those magnifying mirrors, we see everything. Uh, anyway, living by the Spirit's power. So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. I just said that. Don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. That's true. You know, when you lose senses, when you lose uh, control over your, over your faculties because you're drunk or whatever you do, um, it ruins your life. Uh, it, in some cases, it could, you know, potentially kill you or kill somebody else. So uh, instead, you should be uh, filled with the Holy Spirit, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves and make music to the Lord in your hearts. Because you know what? Ultimately, this is just practice. I say it all the time. This is just practice. When you go to church and you're singing or if you're singing around your house, it's just practice because that's what you're going to be doing in heaven. Is singing. Uh, then we go into a spirit-guided relationship, wives and husbands, uh, and further submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. It's kind of important. This line, I think people who are not in the word, I think that they take this out of context. And, you know, this has been sorely misquoted, I think. For wives, this means submit to your husbands as to the Lord. For a husband is the head of his wife, as Christ is the head of the church. It's not saying you need to be like a slave to him, um, but you submit to him in the same way that you submit to Christ. Not that your husband is Christ, but he is uh, he is the head of the church. He he is the head of his wife, as Christ is the head of the church. He is the savior of his body, the church. As the church submits to Christ, so you wives should submit to your husbands in everything. It's just being respectful, I think, of your husbands. And for husbands, this means love your wives just as Christ loves the church. It, it goes back to that first verse, and further submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. It's all based on Christ. Um, he gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of God's word. He did this to present her to himself as a glorious church without a spot or wrinkle or any other blemish. And then uh, you go down to no one hates his own body, but feeds and cares for it. So if you're going to, you know, it says, you know, you, in the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies. And nobody hates their body. They're going to take care of it. So you take care of yourself. You take care of your wife. 
just as Christ cares for the church and we are members of his body. As the scriptures say, a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife, and the two are united into one. This is a great mystery, but it is an illustration of the way Christ and the church are one. So I again say, each man must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect, there it is, there's the word, her husband. You're not a slave to him. You just respect him, and you work together. You know, you're not fighting against each other, and he's not telling you what to do, but, you know, ultimately, you know, Christ makes all the decisions, and I think, you know, you will come to a, an agreement together, I think, based upon communication, you know, so... But I also think that this is also very pertinent for those people, and this might offend somebody out there, uh, and I apologize if it does, but biblically, uh, man and wife should not be living together uh, unless you are married. And so uh, you might want to think about that before you go moving in with somebody, because uh, marriage is set up for uh, man and woman who, to be living together, uh, you know, uh, in the in holy matrimony in in a in a marital form you don't just go you know willy-nilly moving in with somebody so that's it for five <clears throat> so now we're going to go into six 35.4 is the episode and uh we are talking about children and parents and trust me i am not perfect with this so i'm not going to go giving advice to anybody children obey your parents because you belong to the lord for this is the right thing to do Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise. If you honor your father and mother, things will go well for you, and you will have a long life on earth. There it is. That's, that's number one on the hit parade there. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather, bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. This is a tough one. Uh, you know, it's hard to not uh, exasperate your children. But uh, some people do it with finesse. Uh, I don't. I'm not very good at that. I usually get into it pretty good with my kids. So uh, anyway, slaves and masters. Slaves, obey your earthly masters with deep respect and fear. Serve them sincerely as you would serve Christ. Try to please them all the time, not just when they are watching you. As slaves of Christ, as slaves of Christ do the will of God with all your heart. Work with enthusiasm as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. Remember that the Lord will reward each one of us for the good we do, whether we are slaves or free. Masters, treat your slaves in the same way. Don't threaten them. Remember, you both have the same master in heaven, and he has no favorites. The whole armor of God. A final word. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then, after the battle, you will be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all these 
hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. And pray for me too. Ask God to give me the right words so I can boldly explain God's mysterious plan that the good news is for Jews and Gentiles alike. I am in chains now, still preaching this message as God's ambassador. So pray that I will keep on speaking boldly for him as I should. Final greetings. To bring you up to date, I don't know how to say this word, his name, Tychicus, 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 I don't know, Tychicus, will give you a full report about what I am doing and how I am getting along. He is a beloved brother and faithful helper in the Lord's work. I have sent him to you for this very purpose, to let you know how we are doing and to encourage you. Peace be with you, dear brothers and sisters, and may God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ give you love with faithfulness. May God's grace be eternally open, I'm sorry, eternally upon all who love our Lord Jesus Christ. All right, <clears throat> so going back uh, to the very beginning, um, you know, pretty cut and dry. Children, obey your parents because you belong to the Lord. Honor your father and mother, first commandment with a promise. If you honor your father and mother, things will go well for you and you will have a long life on earth. Uh, I try to tell that to my kids all the time. Honor your parents, obey them, do what they tell you to do. Um, fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Now, we already talked about that. Yeah, I'm not good with that. And I'm not a father, obviously. I'm a mom, but... Yeah, trying not to exasperate your children is pretty tough, but you got to pray about it. Um, slaves, obey your earthly masters with deep respect and fear. Serve them, serve them sincerely as you would serve Christ. Try to please them all the time, not just when they are watching you. Um, I'm thinking, I know that this is about slaves back in the day, but maybe we're talking about in modern day about your boss. You know, be obedient to your boss, do what he, you know, do what he wants you to do or she, um, and do it with enthusiasm. Um, I also put a little parentheses around, uh, the Lord will reward each one of us for the good we do, whether we are slaves or free. And I know we've said that you don't get reward. It's not that you don't get rewarded for good deeds, but you don't get salvation for doing works. Uh, doing what the Lord wants you to do uh, is, you know, you get crowns in heaven, which I don't know all that stuff very well, but I do know that there is a promise, you know, for the good stuff that you do here on the earth, but that doesn't give you salvation. The only way you get salvation is believing in Jesus and that he is your Lord and Savior. And then the whole armor of God, a final word. Uh, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. And we are not fighting against blood enemies here on earth. We are fighting against an unseen world, against the mighty powers in this dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. That's spiritual warfare. Um, there's a really good book. Oh, dang. What is the name of it? Um... 
this present darkness I think it's called and then there's a sequel to it oh my goodness that's a story I'll tell you that story on Friday uh, but I think it's called This Present Darkness, and I cannot remember the name of the author right now, but I'll find out. I, I think I'm going to have to reread that book. It was good. Anyway, uh, it says, the um, Stand your ground, putting on, this is the list of the armor of God, um, the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that we you will be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. I love this list. It's just, it's amazing. And, you know, wearing your salvation as a helmet, you know, like a beacon for everybody to see. It should be like, there should be no doubt in anybody's mind that you're a Christian, you know, that that's how you are identified pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere um, ask God to give you the right word so I can so I can boldly explain God's mysterious plan of that the good news is for Jews and Gentiles alike uh, we say that when we say the prayer uh, you know Lord Take me where you want me to go. Let me meet the people you want me to see, meet. Say the words you want me to say. You put it all in God's hands. Let him take care of it. Because we are just merely vessels, you know, trying to get the word out. Uh, pray that I will keep on speaking boldly. Um, you know, these are these are pretty important words, I think. You know, being bold in, in your faith. Um, and then the very end, I love this. It kind of closes it out. Peace be with you, dear brothers and sisters, and may God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ give you love with faithfulness. May God's grace be eternally upon you, all who love our Lord Jesus Christ. I love that. That's a nice closing to a beautiful letter. So that's the end of Ephesians. Good job, everybody. So proud of everyone that uh, hung in there. And again, I apologize for missing a day. So today will be a double double dipping and hopefully you'll be able to listen to the whole thing together so and so we were talking about um uh again uh salvation is not through works you can never do enough for the lord because we're merely human but believing in jesus putting your trust in jesus uh and uh and living for jesus those are big things and so um i will give you that opportunity i will say the prayer uh, it's not magic. I'm not the one that gets you saved. It's not me. It's Christ. I'm merely just saying the prayer to guide you along. So let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus Christ, on the cross. It's his perfect and spotless blood that was shed for my sins past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations and uh, welcome into this uh, new life and into the family. Um, mark it in your Bible. Today is the day that you accepted Christ into your heart and you became a believer. And uh, we encourage you to get to a church, to a pastor, somebody who can help you to get to the next step and um, start living for Christ. Get involved, 
uh, in your church and, uh, and, you know, start living for Christ. That's what it comes down to. So, uh, with that said, uh, thank you again for listening, for watching and for being a part of this ministry. Um, I pray blessings over everybody out there who's listening. Please feel free to share this, use it as a tool if, if it helps, uh, to guide, uh, a new Bible study and a small group. Um, and, uh, Whatever time it is that you're listening, watching uh, morning, noon, or night. I'm just grateful that you're out there listening. So, All right, y'all take care, and I will see you tomorrow.